I'm trying too hard. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you awesome. hear me? <laughs> yes. Good. No chicken and waffle chips this time. No. Although, um, I am fasting today. <laughs> I so. did yesterday. It was horrible. Yeah. It, I, yeah, I don't really enjoy it. I just get, I found that one of the things I realized um, today is I don't know that I'm always super friendly towards my wife when I'm fasting, and I just get very task-oriented. Just kind of, I, I don't know, there's, especially like the early on, it's just kind of um, not grumpy, just like not really ready to embrace joy. And uh, you're going to take food away from me, then fine, I'm just going to, Knock a bunch of stuff out. I get shaky. Yeah, that's... I, I also can think is that's just weakness. I don't know. I'm trying too hard And it's kind of awkward Like an old male waitress Or an invalid stalker Or the time and temperature Must be too late for me, and I'm an hour behind you. So when my mind wakes up, it's right around ten o'clock. I'm no good up until now. <laughs> I had church meetings though, so I get a pass. Yeah, SPRC. That's good times. Oh yeah. They were. I hope you were dealing with issues of hiring and firing because that's that's the best. Yes. No, they uh, they were a little punchy too. So and and eager to get done, so it was actually kind of a funny gathering, but which rarely happens. And a couple of the people who were rotating off were kind of like, "See ya, wouldn't want to be ya." Ah, uh, yes, yeah. They do any pranks on their way out? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not that funny. <laughs> I wouldn't find that funny. That'd be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. Tip over all the chairs, spray paint on the wall. Not our problem anymore. We just marked your consultation for must move. <laughs> it's so it's so bizarre that as Methodists in our wisdom, we decide to we've got this, you know, non profit organization we're running. And we need a personnel committee, so we decide to just make it up of really whoever you have. You know, whatever volunteers you can get to come sit on SPRC, you're going to be our personnel committee. Now, businesses and corporations hire people who have a lot of training and go to continuing ed stuff and, and get all sorts of stuff on how to run personnel and, and do that well. And we'll just, we'll take Joel the butcher and, you know, and, Janie the teacher and just kind of throw them in there and in several retired people because that's who we have and, and there we go actually having uh, a person in HR for a bank on ours wow she knows what she's doing she's sharp yeah yeah that's very helpful 
So so she doesn't get the three-year rotation rule, probably. <laughs> no, she does. <laughs> Just like everybody else. That's also very helpful, because what happens with me, I don't know if you experience this, but just about the time they really get the hang of it, they're rotating off. Yeah. Yeah, and then they don't want to serve on another committee because that experience has been so awful. Right, and who can blame them? Like, what's your argument? What's your comeback to that? Like, oh, I want to spend more time with my family and doing things that have meaning. Like, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Behold... The Atheist's Nightmare. Man, pastors are the worst. I did read a, a thing where, like, clergy are at an all-time low for public perceptions of trust and stuff like that. We're, like, 37% now, and it used to be, like, 67 Wow, we were that high. Yeah. You know what I feel like? in I think it's the first episode of The Sopranos, where Tony Soprano's talking to Dr. Melfi, and he says something along the lines of, I just I wish I came in at the beginning of something. I feel like I'm always coming in at the end of something. <laughs> and that's where we're at. We're coming in at the end. Of the church's run in of the, the United church States. Slash mob. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that a bit this morning. Uh, I went to see Robert Coleman speak. Mr. I wrote Master Plan of Evangelism, who's eighty five. Now is that is that Kirk Cameron's thing? <laughs> Oh, that's the master's way. They're way the master. Never mind. I wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I almost couldn't hear you up there on your high horse. <laughs> he, he ceased to matter in my life when growing pains went off the air. All right. All right. I guess uh, fudging numbers isn't the only thing you're doing tonight, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, I did have the unfortunate... Uh, experience of watching fireproof the summer before last but there you go yep those are popular movies among the church church folks and uh i may have uh sat through a screening of his uh you know opus the left behind oh i've seen one i don't think i've seen left behind two but yeah yeah i I've... honestly didn't know there was a two well, man, I'm just <laughs> a fanboy. But now, <laughs> but now there's a, uh, a Left Behind part the one. The remake. Part two. It, honestly, is there, I mean, Hollywood is full of remakes anyway. And Nick the Cage. remakes, and then and now they're, they're actually going to do, to remake Left Behind. And it's like, how do you, this, it, it makes me think of like redoing Sound of Music. You got a classic that's done so well. It sticks with generations and you're just going to tick people off by redoing it. Uh, same thing with the Left Behind. I mean. Yeah, I often put Left Behind and Sound of Music together in my mind. Right, right next to each other. If it was Nick Cage doing a musical version of it, I might watch it. <laughs> Dad, I was not sneaking out of the house to hang with Eddie and Boner on a school night. Somebody who said he knew you, or remembered you. Huh. I won't mention his name because I promised I wouldn't. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I had had the long hair and Scooby-Doo backpack, so... Nothing's changed? Man, that backpack fell apart. <laughs> but not your hair. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I'm getting some gray hair, though. That's been a new thing. Yeah. Uh, kind of excited about that. Mine's starting to fall out more. 
Uh, see, I, I, I'm both my grandpas, uh, full heads of hair, so we'll see. You make fun of my accent, but I actually have a grandpa. Really? Well, did. Yeah. As opposed to, what do you usually call him in the South? My mom's dad was Papa. Okay. But my dad's dad was Grandpa. He's from Minnesota. Okay. So, so they, where they use closer to the right words. Yeah, oofta. <laughs> wow. So you got all sorts of connections with the North, between that and George Kell. I mean, I'm just... Uh, yeah, that's true. It's just such a cool thing that you're related to George Kell. So. Yeah, I didn't get those genes. Yeah, I don't know if many people did. He, If I had of, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> Your horse would be even higher. That's It'd be right. more than just Kirk Cameron that you'd be looking down on me about. <laughs> If I you know, I hope who Kirk Cameron comes up in every conversation for the podcast somehow. Well, since his, since his bust is on our <laughs> logo, whatever you call it. Yeah. I've got a bottle of Mexican Coke next to me. <laughs> Not to be confused with Mexican Coke. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, your high horse just dropped down a couple notches. Yeah, it actually says it's made with real azúcar no because my wife grew up in Spain and wow. they don't pronounce their Z's. Really? As S's. Huh. No, they lisp it. Really? Yep, Z's and soft C's. Man, the Arkansas guy's a lot more cultured than I am. Hey, I lived in Germany like the first four years of my life. That's impressive too. I've been awesome. to Canada. I have not. See, I've seen it from an airplane. Same thing, right? Yep. Yeah, I made it to the Pacific time zone for the first time of my life last July. Wow, what'd you do over there? Went to Seattle for a class. Okay. It was interesting. Oh, to go was that was that part of the big boycott of Driscoll you were in? Yeah. I actually went to their church. <laughs> Did you? Sunday they were there. Yeah, they're downtown campus. So between the two of us, we've been to both Mars Hills. Yes. I've been, I've been to the one in Grand Rapids. Yep. While Rob Bell was there. Yep. I've you been know to what the... we did is we, uh, we, we took down all the crosses and went out and told everyone they're going to heaven. <laughs> I went to the MMA one and you went to the ballet one. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, N.T. Wright's going to be in Oklahoma City in March. Really? Yeah, I think I'm going to go. That guy goes all over the place. Yep. I'm sitting here looking at his two-volume part four of the Christian Origins. Man, I haven't even come close to touching those. They're on my bookshelf, though. But they look nice. Yes, yes. Yeah, if I got them for looks, I should have gotten the hardcover. Hmm, I didn't know they had hardcover. But uh, I've got... I've got paperback on the other three that I've actually read. Hashtag high horse. <laughs> Again. Man. Boy, how about I just sit here and feel bad about myself? Would that be any different than any other night? No. Especially not when I'm fasting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my experience has been that... 
people don't really get Advent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, it, after Thanksgiving, it was it was pre Christmas, right? You know, lots of Christmas songs and worship and um, poinsettias everywhere and Christmas cantata and going and singing Christmas carols and everything and. You know, I I had no idea that it was supposed to be a depressing season of <laughs> near hopeless anticipation of something greater happening. You know, did you guys do the Advent wreath though? We mm, no. Okay. We had an Advent calendar when I was a kid because the Germans did that really well. See that, you know, like my wife grew up in Spain and probably a bigger like outward celebration is king's day uh the uh, epiphany okay so uh, of course uh, and we lived in bavaria which is in the south more catholic than lutheran so they got it uh, you know and uh we protestants largely don't you know i was a accused of this earlier today by an unnamed friend um i downloaded four songs off of napster and it was primarily because i had dial up and it would take four hours to download one three megabyte song (laughs) i remember them all very clearly in my little single bed dorm room in grice (laughs) Stand yeah, what by, songs did you get? Okay. Stand by Eminem. Okay. The from the Music Man soundtrack, the Wells Fargo Wagon. Um some love song by a blind guy who that I can't remember that Heather liked when we were still dating when I tried to be romantic. And so the name was oh. some, some love song, and it was by a blind guy? Yeah, I can't remember. wasn't Jeff Healy. Uh, I can't believe I remember that. Uh, but the fourth and final one was uh, a cover of Gin and Juice by the Gourds. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about those... About those four songs together what that even says i'm not even sure yeah me either (laughs) Um, eminem a fellow michigander yes yep 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 him and kid rock Mm, what about him well you're welcome america oh is he a michigander as well yeah yeah so is Madonna. So is Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Man. Right. Yeah, I kind of almost feel sorry for you. You know who Arkansas produced? <laughs> Who's that? Johnny Cash. Wow. Is there anybody that doesn't like Johnny Cash? Morons. <laughs> and Nazarenes. By your own admission, you're lying thieves and blasphemous adulterers at heart. That's how God sees you. As a general rule, buying clothing from Family Christian Store is not top-notch. 
Yeah. Most of the time when people say, hey, what Bible should I get? I want to go to Family Christian Store. I'm like, let's sit down and look at Amazon.com. Yeah, yeah. Here's a nice one, and it's black. Because then at least you know that their CEO and, and owner will put the money towards progressive causes that we are, are fond of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you really know what these other bookstores are putting theirs toward? You know, here's a funny thing that I will edit out of the podcast because I just can't have this in there. Um, <laughs> so we're there at the Christian bookstore. This is years ago. And uh, he's looking at some little trinket they got there. His mom's shopping around there. And he goes, you know, the thing about this stuff is they're probably making this out of the same factory. They're making... Is the demand high enough that the industrial age has, has reached the, uh... Do they have a mold that they gotta go buy? We gotta crank out. to this before <laughs> it goes on that. But yeah, and then apparently on the other side of the wall, they're, they're putting out little, uh, little plastic dashboard Jesuses. What's this? The Washington Monument? This is who we might have to edit this story out, too, because it shocked everyone around the campfire. But... When I was uh, <laughs> when I was in uh, high school, I think I was a junior. Well, one of the cases, instead of going smoothly, got into this long uh, story where a guy was uh, accused of. We're high schoolers sitting there as this guy is going through this entire thing, which I just thought was kind of awkwardly funny. So I share this story at the campfire with the Hawks, and uh, I don't know any other people there. The Dodgers' uh, kids are with them. And uh, we did not go camping with them again. But that's one more story that really can't fully make the podcast. Yeah. If that's not edited out, I'm not uploading it. <laughs> oh, so this one time in Munich. This yes. is bullcrap. <laughs> All I've got is a story that I, we can't even make the podcast because it's so, because <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and you're dropping in all these European places. I mean, and I feel bad about that. Like, I, I just, it's like, so you're the one in the conversation that can say all these places you've been to. I'm the one that we have to <laughs> censor, make sure, you know, no one has their kids actually accidentally listen to it. So what do you call someone who lies? You call someone who lies? A yeah. liar? A liar. <laughs> My aunt paid $50 one time for me to go and get Jose Canseco's autograph for my birthday when I was 13. Wow. Wow. I got Dennis Rodman's autograph, so that, I mean, there's, they're kind of on the same level of, of, weird. yeah. Yeah, but the North Koreans haven't asked Jose to come coach their baseball team. Exactly. You win. <laughs> Nice one-upping. I did get a letter from Wolfhart Pondenberg. Wow, that's pretty cool. Because I wrote him one. I've got, Munich. uh, I've got, <laughs> I've got John Oswald's voice on my uh, answer machine. No way. Yeah. Yeah. You and I know who that is and probably no one else who's no going to listen. He wrote my, uh. My commentary on Isaiah, you know, he, well, he's a, um, 
Why is he on your answering machine? Just he was, uh, he was in town, wondered what was up. No, he's a uh, president of a campground of a, like a revival campground by Lansing, and when I was pastor down there. He asked me to come and do a closing prayer, as they would call pastors in the area. Oh. And so I got to go do a closing prayer. Uh, the creepy part of the story is that was uh, that was over six years ago. <laughs> you still have it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh. I've got N.T. Wright's autograph. Yeah, you do. Twice. Twice. Oh, I forgot. You know what? When I told you that story, so, uh, you know, for the podcast listeners, I was able to procure uh the bishop's autograph for for matthew i when i went up i forgot that this happened so i go up to him and and i I kneel down because i want to be eye level when i'm asking him this insane request to to say you know to matthew my inspiration and (laughs) and i'm like i shouldn't be lording it over the bishop when i ask this this just feels weird but i'm also like you know I'm I'm gonna ask him because what the heck you know what's he gonna do, and so so I was like hey could you uh, could you sign this and and say uh, to Matthew is I got a this is my buddy from seminary he's a funny guy and this uh, it'd be neat if you could write to Matthew uh, and something about him being an inspiration and uh, I forgot to tell you this part so he looks at me and he smiles he goes about him being an inspiration I'm like yeah 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 about him and he goes okay and then he went ahead and did it. <laughs> Oh, man. Tom. I'm trying too hard. You've been listening to the Trying Too Hard podcast. Two United Methodist elders talking nonsense featuring Andy Kroll and Matthew Johnson. Thank you for your patronage. Yeah, you're going to have to edit that out.